what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Agree to disagree. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Chick Chat here on the Mesh Holiday Extravaganza. I don't I don't really have any holiday themed stuff, but it's holiday season. So I just wanted to uh throw that out there. It's it's late November right now. That means it's it's a combination of every holiday right now. It's late Christmas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm Mary Margaret. That's Jeanette on uh, the other end there on the other coast, if you will. Um, East, coast, East right. coast, West Coast. We're coming to you from all over. So welcome to Chick Chat. We are on the mesh.tv. You're podcast network prefer if you are looking for some things to listen to some interesting content some something for everybody there are movie review shows there's sports shows there's boy shows there's girl shows there's business shows all kinds of stuff we have it for you on the mesh.tv you can go to that website and check it out um and you know what Jeanette I feel like we need a sponsor for this show. Oh, of course we do. So we could be like legit, legit influencers. Uh, That is definitely what we need to be because that's what we are. I think so. I mean, we're covering coast to coast. Right. I mean, and everything in between. How could you not (laughs) want to be a sponsor of this show? I mean, we've got the best of both worlds out here. I think so. We have the opportunity for some advertising here on the Chick Chat and any of our other shows on The Mesh. So if you are interested in getting your business or yourself plugged on here, Jeanette and I will throw you a bone. We'll talk about you a little bit. We'll put you a nice ad on the show and you will be heard across the world. I've got proof. I've got stats on this. I can show you that we are listened to all over the world. That's exciting. I've told you before, it's kind of like um, funny to look at the stats because I see that we have downloads in places like Saudi Arabia. What? I know. That's exciting. I am dying to know who listens to us in Saudi Arabia. In my mind, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Meghan Markle is a listener. I know she's not in Saudi Arabia, (laughs) but I feel like she feels my positive vibes that I'm sending to her. Well, somebody's got to give her positive vibes these days. You ain't going to sue us, that's for sure. (laughs) I am on her side. (laughs) We will get to that in a minute because I have some questions for you. Okay. 
But if you are interested in letting Meghan Markle hear your company name, please contact us at info at themesh.tv or shoot me a line on Instagram or Facebook and, and let's chat. Let's talk and see how we can help you or your organization get some good, healthy promotion out there. All right. So that's our housekeeping business. We're going to move on to what we're really here to talk about. You already brought it up. I can go ahead and skip over a couple of my other topics that I wanted to bring up. But tell me what is going on with the royal family. Because I see stuff everywhere. I just got a notice the other day about some big fight they're in right now. Of the, the brothers. Oh, yeah. They're brothers. They're going to fight. It happens. It only happened after Megan came along, Jeanette. Uh, well, I mean, you got to think of it this way, too. Little brother gets married, has a family of his own. He's no longer, like, hanging out with his big brother. And his big brother is preparing to be the next in line. Like, literally the next in line. Not the, not the second in line. But literally, like, my dad will take this over any day. Grandma's about to be 100 years old at some point. So whether she steps down prior to or it's just nature happens. I mean, how... She might live to be 150. You know, we don't know. She seems unstoppable. I, I mean, Absolutely. I'm, I'm Queen Elizabeth fan girling all day. But so, I mean, I think inevitably there were going to be some, some type of separation. Maybe not like fighting, but they're not going to live under the same roof and have the same people run their lives the way they used to now that they're both married with their own families and they have different interests and different charities that they support. So did you watch the Harry and Meghan, ABC, whatever? (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So maybe I should ask, how many times did you watch the ABC special on Meghan and Harry's trip to Africa or wherever it was they were? So I've watched it completely once, but I've seen the excerpts several times. What were your thoughts about the, the... Uh, one-on-one interview that was going around about Megan, where mm-hmm. they were asking her, you know, if she's okay. Yeah. Um, a gentleman asked her, especially after having a baby and being thrust into the spotlight pretty much. Um, I mean, granted, we know that she had a type of different spotlight prior to this, but right. this is all, this is British Royal spotlight, right? But she so she's really in the middle of that with right? her Harry, uh, Harry's, memories of her his mother right yeah so so what did you feel of this special and of Megan's role in this special so the special was very British I will say that first off it was very British but I you know Megan was an actress and she was in the spotlight and I guess she could be considered an A-list actress but she wasn't the Jennifer Aniston type or even the Angelina Jolie or we weren't hearing about Megan Every day, every week, there wasn't something where you jump out like, oh, Meghan Markle, and everybody just knew who you were talking about. Most people who knew Meghan Markle knew her as the, was it Rachel on Scrubs, or not Scrubs, but um, Suits? Suits, only because they watched it, probably. Because they watched it, right? It wasn't until she started dating Prince Harry that she became an American A-list celebrity. I mean, we didn't even know she was friends with Serena Williams until that happened, and they've been friends for years. So, yes, she was used to the spotlight, but I think this scrutiny and this delving into her life and probably what's harder for her is the family things. Like, 
I'd have to say, is, is there some level of truth into it? I don't know. Maybe it's her family's truth. But the fact that her family is going out there and putting out these things about her is probably more hurtful than tabloids making up things about you because that she probably is used to. The fact that her dad sold stories about her, sold stories about himself related to her life is what's hurtful. And so I think Harry, rightfully so, sees a path that is leading to the way his mother was treated because his mother was pretty much thrown out of, was thrown into this out of obscurity too. She was royal-ish, I guess. She was part of that blue blood line. But it wasn't until she became Princess Diana and had that big wedding. And even more so, not really until the whole issue with her and Charles's marriage started coming into play, that the tabloids really started to sensationalize things. And she started becoming every move she made was scrutinized. Who was she eating dinner with? What were they doing? You know, those type of things. So I think Harry sees it going down that road and rightfully so he's very protective and he's like, we're not going there. I've already lost my mother. I'm not going to lose my wife. And I think she's just unaccustomed to a royal life, British life, and being thrown in the spotlight every day, seeing your face on a magazine cover every day. Although maybe that's what she aspired to here. It's a different level of, you know, you're, you're, famous for being in a movie and people want your autograph. You're now like people saying you're ruining the royal family. You're tarnishing their bloodline. You're no good for Harry. You're making the brothers fight. You know, those things, I think she was not accustomed or prepared for that because how do you prepare for that? Yeah. I mean, whether someone wants to say it doesn't bother me, it's going to bother you. Yeah. I, you know, I've, you know, my feelings, you know, my feelings on Megan. You know that I believe Harry loves Megan more than Megan loves Harry. Like, and I don't mean that in a, you know, measured way of actual love. I mean, like, I, I honestly believe there was, there is still a little bit of, well, I don't want to say I believe. What I do see every time I see Megan talk is, is an actress. And unfortunately, I mean, bravo for her getting married to Harry. Like, bravo. We've all... (laughs) talked about that, right? Everybody wants to be her right now. But um, she she did clearly has come into kind of a rough situation. One, like you said, she already had kind of this other background that now is different going into the royal family. And this isn't like Eugenie, you know, <laughs> level stuff or Beatrice and stuff. You know, I mean, this is Harry's wife. Like that's a big deal, right? So the fact that she was on Deal or No Deal, the, uh, you know, nudity that people have seen on suits or whatever it may be, like, that's all a little different coming into this. So I think she also had, she had that kind of, I want to say against her. It's not like she couldn't have a career before, obviously, like everybody's got to do what they got to do to get by in their career. And bravo to her, but we were all so used to Kate, right? Like Kate, Kate didn't have that type of past. In fact, like she almost followed the same line. Uh, we had known her for so long as William's friend. Yeah. And so everybody, you know, Kate is in my mind, what everybody just expects. 
Well, and I do think there's there's some truth to that. Kate is not or was not as accustomed to the cameras mm-hmm. as Megan is. And yeah. I will give you that. She does seem very, I don't know if it's rehearsed, but very ready and careful yes. with what she says because she has had some of that publicity training and, mm-hmm. you know, she's used to being interviewed and being very measured with what she says. So I do think there's some component of her actress skills coming out because how can there not be? when she's giving answers and I, because I think she's being very careful and deliberate with what she says, a wanting to protect her husband and their family. That includes his extended family, his brother, his grandmother, father, everybody doesn't want to say anything that could come off as Megan spilling family secrets or, you know, we can't trust Megan because she runs and talks to the press whenever she feels like it and says whatever she wants. She's not careful with what she says. She doesn't want to be seen as that. So I do think, she brings some of that actress skills out when she's talking to media, whether it's an intimate interview or whether she, it's a hundred cameras and a, on a red carpet. I think she is deliberately very measured and her acting does come into play with that. And she uses that, but I do agree that it comes across as inauthentic or unauthentic or whatever the word is, but I don't think it's meant, I don't think she means it that way. I think yeah. she just means it to be, this is how I'm going to, I, I can't be criticized if I just give answers and I give them in a measured way and I protect my family, both families, her American family and her British family. If I just stick to answering questions and I'm thoughtful in the way I answer them, and I'm slow and deliberate in what I say, you can't possibly find wrong with what I say, even if you find wrong with what I do. So I yeah. do think she's bringing some of that, which is probably why it doesn't seem as genuine as Kate, who was out there and very nervous the first time a camera was thrown into her face and kind of hid behind William and let him talk. She and Harry are both kind of equal in that aspect where they're both comfortable. They're comfortable in front of cameras. Mm-hmm. Kate, I feel like still is not. Mm-hmm. Like she, that's not something she ever aspired to. It's something that comes with the marriage and her job as the future queen or queen con- king consort, whatever it is. But I don't think she's ever been comfortable in that light, nor, and will she be? I don't know. But I think that's why she comes across as more authentic than maybe Megan does. It's, it's very Diana, right? Yeah. The way Kate is, is yeah. very Diana because that's the image Diana always, I feel. She's very shy. As. She was very shy. She was very uh, uncomfortable or very mousy sometimes when speaking to the cameras and stuff. But, um, you know, it's funny that you bring up like maybe her uncomfortableness. I found an article the other day that came across again in my, my newsfeed, because apparently the internet knows what I search for all the time. So I get these recommended articles, right? It's, um, it was an article that the title says, Kate Middleton has a secret night out with moms from Charlotte's school. Oh, yeah. Love it. I love the idea that Kate, Princess Kate, soon to be, I mean, quote unquote queen, right? Is having a night, a girl's night out, a mom's night out, like like we do. Yeah. Like, like normal people. <laughs> Yes. Like, is that Kate getting wine? <laughs> I <laughs> love it. The The bullet point uh, references for the article, let me just read these to you. K- 
Kate Middleton recently went out for an evening in Chelsea with fellow mothers who also have children at Thomas's Battersea, which is where Charlotte goes to school. Says, according to a report, the Duchess of Cambridge was able to attend the night out by using a secret entrance at the pub called the Hollywood Arms. And she arrived with only one royal protection officer. That they knew of. <laughs> True. Um, it says she cleverly avoided being photographed attending the night out by allegedly using the pub's secret entrance. It's not secret anymore, folks. Just so you know. She won't be going there anymore. <laughs> hope, you, hope you find a new spot for mom's night out because this one's blown its cover. Hope you didn't love it because not going anymore. <laughs> it says, uh, let's say the, the venue apparently has a secret side entrance. Should any high-profile guest attend and not want to be spotted, uh, this meant that the... Duchess of Cambridge could meet other parents from the print, from Prince George and Prince Charlotte school without causing unnecessary drama. Um, she revealed that Queen Elizabeth, oh, that just like Kate, Queen Elizabeth does her own makeup. Says the longtime dresser, Angela Kelly, spilled that the monarch, monarch's style secrets in a new book coming out. Says you might be surprised to know that this is the only occasion throughout the year when Her Majesty does not do her own makeup. Why are we talking about Her Majesty? Oh, they were just saying that she went out and looked like a real mom, like had done her own makeup and went out and did this. Um, so I think that's really cool that, that she does her own makeup and hell, the queen does her own makeup, which is kind of crazy to me. But um She's doing her makeup. She's going out with her friends. She's having a cocktail, or I'd like to think she's having a cocktail. I don't know what she drank, but I hope it was a martini. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's brilliant. Way to go, Kate. You know, we forget about those things um, because I, you watch, I watched The Crown. The Crown new season just came out on Netflix. I know you told me you don't watch it, right? I need to. I watched two episodes, the first two episodes. Not enough. Okay. Not enough. I'll go back. I think I, I told to you. Again. I think I told you the like, the, the dirty. Yeah, you did. You did. The dirty side of the, the crown, right? You did. How do you not watch it after that? I mean, if it's not on Paw Patrol these days, I'm not watching it. I know. <laughs> you need a night out with Kate. I do. Or and <laughs> Megan. I want to get them together and... Heal the rift. You can, you can be the bridge. <laughs> Love can build a bridge. Love can saying. build a bridge. <laughs> I mean, the montage in the back. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if they're not even really like arguing and they're the best of friends? <laughs> they're like, we have dinner every God. Sunday. Like, did y'all see the article in the paper? Like, look, we don't like each other. How funny is that? Be like, that got them off our back for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, really do this? <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome. That would be cool if that was true. I highly doubt it. But I if don't it think was having dinner every Sunday, but I mean, I think it's I think what hurts Megan, and they kind of I saw this maybe a couple days ago, is where she came out and and she, unlike anything that I've ever seen the Royals do, again, I'm not like completely into their lives but she identified what the lies were like 
we're not changing Frogmore Cottage. We understand it's a historical place. Did we make it a family home? Yes. Did we add an extension for my mother? No. Did we spend 50,000 pounds upgrading it? No. You know, like we have a nursery, (laughs) we have a family home, but I think it's things like that, that are unnecessary lies just to spin her in a negative light. And even an unnecessary comparison to Kate, there's no reason to compare the two. And I almost feel like she's the Fergie in this situation. If you're casting Kate as Diana, she's the Fergie where everything Fergie did was scrutinized. Like she's the anti-Diana, but why? Both brothers are different. They both have their own wives. And yes, Fergie was a little more outgoing than Diana. Same as Megan. Um, Whereas Sophie, the Countess of Wessex was kind of just like, I got married and I'm lived my life. Y'all do whatever you do. You know, it's like she kind of fell under the radar because all that was going on. I mean, it's almost unnecessary drama and situations being put in for the public just to have something to talk about or journalists to have something to print. Because it's like, why do we even need to spin those lies if they are in fact lies? Why do you need to put out there something about what she did to her house? Even if they changed it, it's their house. And I'm sure whatever they do to royal residences have to be approved by the queen. So it's not like they're just running out hiring a contractor. (laughs) My cousin Bob has a friend that did his roof, so I'm going to call him, you know? It's approved, has to be approved by the HOA. (laughs) Right. Like, is this, can I work, can I hang a flag on my front porch? Is that allowed? Am I allowed to put up a gate? Does it have to be, what kind of wood does it have to be? How far does that, you know, like those type of things. It's just, to me, it's one thing to report on things that are happening. And yes, I do believe they're, they're afforded their private life. But to me, the sensational lies are just unnecessarily. And I mean, and I know they're going to happen, but when there's week after week and, she did this and she did that. It's almost like, I mean, it's, it, it, it's similar to prior to Kate and William getting engaged and getting married. Kate was seen as, oh my gosh, she's so clingy. She's so whiny. She's, she's this, she's just trying to catch a prince. She dreamed about this. Her parents were off. You know, we heard these about Kate too. When that, when that first happened, her parents sought this out. They sought to get her married to a prince and this was her grandmother's lifelong ambition and wouldn't her grandmother be proud now that that mission was I mean these are articles these are actual articles that I read like it can't be enough part of the problem is they're commoners were they blue bloods of any type of European or blue blood royal family we wouldn't be hearing the same thing but it throws in it it makes you understand a lot more why Harry's ex-girlfriends were like I love you but (laughs) <laughs> I don't want this. And even Megan said, people told her, you can love him. You can date him, but I wouldn't marry him. You're not going to be ready. And she was like, I fell in love and I wanted, I married the man. I didn't marry the prince, you know, and I was, I thought I was prepared, but how do you prepare yourself for something like this? I didn't know that it would be this. I mean, if Megan doesn't listen to the podcast yet, she should now, because I mean, it's You've got an hour Megan- Megan's number one fan right there. I will Jeez. be her publicist. I will go through and speak for you. Like, you all stop it right now. <laughs> Before I come and report on what you did to your bathroom and what kind of tile you put in and where your kids go to school <laughs> and what you did on Friday night, I'll do that. <laughs> so to, to, to segue a little bit, 
When Harry and Megan are hanging out roasting chicken. Mm-hmm. That's Sunday dinner. Yes. What do you think, ty- what type of music do you think they listen to? Oh, that's a good question. Now we've seen Harry like hang out or talk to or something, uh, Ed Sheeran. Okay. Um, I've it, seen it, them do some charity work stuff together. Yeah. So I'm, I I see how that could be like a very, oh, we're British. We listen to Ed Sheeran, but also like, you know, Ed Sheeran seems like the type of music that Royals would listen to. I don't know. All but of also, them? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but we're friends, you know, yeah. so we have to listen to Ed Sheeran type thing. But what else do you think they listen to? What do you, you know, I, I feel like. Harry and Megan have a totally different soundtrack than Kate and William. Oh, completely. Like, I feel like there's classical music playing when Kate and William's down at dinner. And there's like violins. Their kids are yeah. sitting there with, they know which forks to use. And Harry and kid, Megan's kids will be eating with their hands. And you'll have to be like, please just don't do that in public, but it's fine here, right? <laughs> please act I, like I taught you something when we go out public. I picture Kate and William to have like, like, um, what's his name? Um, Bocelli, like uh, (laughs) the blind guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Like him, but like, it's, it's his, his, uh, album, but the one where he does the duets with the famous people. Yeah. Almost like Tony, that Tony, um, what's his name? Who did Lady Gaga and... Oh, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. <laughs> yes. So it's like Bocelli with... Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Yes. <laughs> Bocelli with Ed Sheeran. Like he did that, you know, or yeah. I think that's what I picture playing at Kate and okay. William's house. I can see it's that. like, that's, that way they can tell their friends like, no, we're cool. Like, we're we listen we're classy. to... Yeah. <laughs> we're classy. <laughs> right. But that way, and too, like when people go over to their house, they think things like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so stuffy in here at Kate and Williams. Like everybody has to be so proper because we're going to the future King's house. But then like Kate and William are sitting at home going like, okay, like just be cool. Like we don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Be cool and pop on the Bocelli, but the one with the duets. The duets, because we don't want it to be just opera. Yes. Not the three tenors. No. <laughs> Offer them a beer, not wine or a or, or like a scotch. <laughs> We're going beer. So, but then when you go to like Harry and Kate, uh, Harry and Megan's, I feel like maybe it's a little more of like. I see some Bob I, Marley playing. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Harry's like, since remember that that time years ago where you and I discussed how Harry uh, got in trouble in Vegas with Ryan Lotke, yeah, like swimming in the hotel know. pool or whatever. Yes. And first of all, this is good with that. The fact that Ryan Lotke hung out with Harry is very disturbing to me. But let's proceed. Go ahead. I feel like I have Ag- a chance. Agreed. But I feel like Ryan Lotke's listening to like Tupac and stuff oh yeah when he's warming up you know yeah and and putting on things like so I feel like I feel like Harry's in that same realm like he's listening to like um 
like maybe it's a little bit older rap like not not like I'm thinking I I kind of see Harry liking like Puff Daddy when he was Puff Daddy okay so 90s rap yeah okay so Again, I wasn't at either wedding, wedding, and I, I mean, I'm still getting over that, but whatever. Unfortunately. Um, so word on the street is that at Kate and William's wedding, their first dance was to Elton John, your song. And, Obviously. Right. Makes sense. Get it. Yeah. Um, and then Harry and Meghan, their first dance was to... Mo Money, Mo Problems. Right. right. Wouldn't that <laughs> Whitney Houston's I want to dance with somebody. So maybe that's a little. That's, that's Megan. That's all Megan. That's all Megan. Harry had no say in that whatsoever. Harry's got a little gangster rap in him. Just a little bit. He does. But let me throw this out and see. Let's, let's identify this. Okay. Here's a fun game. And I just came up with it. I have a list of the nominees for the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. This is just the nominees. They only take in like maybe six or seven, I think, every year. Okay. Which won't happen until like January or something is the actual ceremony. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, they announce their nominee class and then they have their inductee class. So this is the nominee class that they are choosing from for 2020. Okay. okay. Maybe it's just me, but some of these I feel like are like, wow, you're not already in the Hall of Fame. I digress. That's my own personal opinions. But apparently several of these have been on the nominee list several years over, over time, but they just have not been made it into inductees. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the nominees. And I want you to place them in a house. Like Harry or Meghan or Harry or William. Okay. Okay. Or the queen, if you want to throw that in. Charles. That's completely Charles. Totally Camilla. Right. Okay. First up, Pat Benatar. Oh. Um, Didn't she sing Love is a Battlefield? She did. I think it's more of a Harry and Meghan house. Probably, but I'm thinking more like Megan when Harry's out of town. And she's watching The Legend of Billie Jean. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I hope that's true. I hope that she watches <laughs> The Legend of Billie Jean. She does. She does. She's very much a Legend of Be- Billie Jean type Okay, girl. well, here's a tough one. Nominee is the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, Harry and Meghan. <laughs> Do you think so? Yes, that's to- that's completely. Well, hold on. Let me think of age wise. Let me put their right. Age in okay, right. I kind of feel like Harry that's thinks like, they're silly. Yes, that that I forgot about the age thing. They're they're very much a uh, my generation. So I'm going to put that in the William camp, or maybe even Charles. How about that one? God, don't put them in Charles because I adore the Dave Matthews band. And if I have to think of Charles and Camilla listening to it. I, I didn't it will, say Camilla. I said I know. Charles. You know who I'd like to think enjoys Dave Matthews band? Who's that? Prince Philip. Oh, yeah, probably. Or is he's the youngest one, right? 
No, Philip? no, that's the oldest, but that's their dad. That's what's the dad. Youngest, that's what's the youngest brother's name. Not yeah. Andrew. Edward. Edward. Maybe Dave Matthews is an Edward. I like Edward and Sophie. I don't get enough of them. I do too. I'm not hiding, please. I enjoy them as well. And and I'm going to put Dave Matthews in the Edward camp. Good okay, call. We're, we're putting that in Edward. That's okay. Edward and Sophie. Here's, here's a good one. Depeche Mode. I'm going... Andrew. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to Andrew and Fergie. Like... Oh, yeah. Fergie, definitely. Like, pre, pre-mode. Pre-Andrew. Like, like, this is back in the day, pre-divorce, uh, right? Okay. Yeah. The, they sat around and, like, like smoked weed to, to Depeche Mode. We know she did that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I can go with that. All right. Next nominee, surprisingly, is Whitney Houston. Ooh. But, well, so, we know it's Harry and Megan. We know that it's Harry and Meghan, but I kind of feel like Harry rolls his eyes. You think? Yep. Yes. Okay. But I can see Meghan dancing around and singing to every Whitney Houston song. Agreed. And sings the greatest love of all to Archie. <laughs> As a nighttime lullaby. Poorly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she sings well. When you're alone, you're a rock star. <laughs> this is true. As long as no one hears you, you're singing perfectly. Every note is exact. What about Judas Priest? They're next in line. <laughs> God, can I put them in a nobody's camp? <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm going to go with like Eugenie and Beatrice, maybe? No. Yeah. Judas yeah. Priest? I think, I think Beatrice. No, Zara. Ooh, Zara. Zara. Maybe not. No. I I can't put them with anyone. I'm going to let you call that one. All right. Um, I'm not even going to name the other the next two in line because I don't know who they are. So I'm not even going to. Well, who are they? Come on. We might know. Okay. Craftwork. Nope. <laughs> it's Never spelled with a K, too. Yep. Craft and then work is spelled W-E-R-K. Ooh. You shouldn't even be in the darn list if you're spelling it like that. Craft work, please. I'm going to have to look them up now. How about MC5? MC5? Yeah, like the number five. MC5. Nope. Okay, uh, the next one is Motorhead. Nope. I don't know who to put them with. I, I mean, that one, like, that's like what's being played... In the kitchen. Of whose house? Like the royal oh, the house. Staff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like just to get some some anger out. <laughs> right. Because how many times can you make bread pudding? <laughs> <laughs> somebody's in there like the queen and that damn bell. <laughs> right. Like, can somebody eat something other than chicken and duck? <laughs> And then Megan chimes in like, we roast our own chicken. And everybody's like, no, you don't. We're very organic. We eat out of our own garden. I don't know where your garden has been. <laughs> okay. Now we now this gets interesting. Okay. Nine Inch Nails. Charles. I, I like that. Yeah. 
I think maybe that was the thing he started listening to back in the day um, to make him seem cooler. And now it's stuck with him. And now he's kind of like, I really like him, but nobody else listens to him now. And and he's still the one that listens to him. And his kids come by and he has a plane and they roll their eyes then like, really? Exactly. They're like, it wasn't cool then. It's not cool now. Right. (laughs) All right. Notorious B.I.G. Oh, that's Harry. That's Harry. It's got to be Harry. Right? Harry and Edward. I'm putting that in Edward and Sophie's camp, too. I can see them listening to that. Agreed. How about Rufus featuring Shaka Khan? Ooh, Charles. Mm, I was going to go with, um, like, maybe the queen herself is really? listening to Shaka Khan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaka was around in the 70s, yeah? In the 80s? <laughs> the queen does listen to that. Right? That's her theme song. <laughs> One should always play Shaka Khan when entering a room. When you rule a whole country. <laughs> I don't know what this message you're playing in my headphones, in my earbuds, <laughs> my AirPods. She's got AirPods got in. <laughs> got Shaka Khan playing as you play that pomp and circumstance or whatever it's called stuff that <laughs> she's calling it hail to the Shaka <laughs> when I see her walk in and she's got a little strut to her stuff and be like yep get it queen <laughs> get it queen literally <laughs> literally all right uh up next is Soundgarden and I'm voting okay. William Okay, I'm gonna. Here's why I'm gonna vote for William and Harry. I feel like this is a song Diana. These are this is a group Diana listened to around them. Yeah. So they it. Harry plays it to be to have memories of his mom. Right. I I think do it. I think William like still follows them online. Oh gosh. And and waits for the tour dates. Like William, it's not coming. (laughs) But Harry. Like hears it on the radio and doesn't change the channel. Right. Okay. That's a good, that's a good way to describe it. Yes. Right. Right. But William's like liking their posts on Instagram. Right. Texting Harry, like, do you want to go to the concert? And he's like, are they still touring? (laughs) Like, why are, do we have to introduce them? Like, why am I going? (laughs) Okay. No, I don't. I'm busy that day. Oh, you didn't tell me which day. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm busy. I've got a newborn. I'm always busy. <laughs> what about, um, well, you know what? I don't know these other ones. Uh, T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Now, this one I know, but I don't know enough about them to put them with somebody, but Thin Lizzy. I don't know that I know them. No. All right. So that's the, that's the nominees for this year. Okay. So. Let's let's think. Okay, Pat Benatar, Depeche Mode, Dave Matthews, the Doobie Brothers. Did I say the Doobie oh, Brothers? I love the Doobie Brothers. Okay, so Doobie Brothers. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of tough. It is because it's totally like a um, I'm trying to get a song in my head and figure out who I can listen to, who I can figure dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> Singing at Michael McDonald. 
I'm going to go with, it's going to be either Charles or Andrew. Mm, I was going to go Andrew or Edward. Oh, Edward's, Edward's our age though, right? I, he's, I mean, he's close, close enough. Closer than every, closer than the other two. Yes. Um, he's, I feel like, I feel like that was maybe, I don't know. Now, I, I don't know. I'm picturing like all of them hanging out at the holidays and like shouting out <laughs> like who wants Doobie to put Brothers. on what record. Like, like, you know, Kate's like, Bocelli, Bocelli and, Look. and. This is why I'm secretly, this is why I'm saying Charles. I think Charles is secretly hip and cool. Bite your tongue. I love Charles now. I'm still upset about the whole Diana thing. It's here. I mean, so he's got half my heart. But, you know, he's, I feel like he's, he's secretly cool. Uh, No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Zero percent, zero percent cool. See, that's how I feel about Andrew. I think Edward's the coolest. Then Charles. Yes. I don't know about Princess Anne. I feel like she just does her own thing and is like, just leave me alone. Leave me out of all your We problems. forgot about Anne. And do you know who else we forgot about that that would totally fit in with some of these? I know exactly who's listening to the Diva Brothers. Who's that? Was Margaret. She's not. Oh, the sister. With, yes. Okay. Margaret would have listened to the Diva Brothers. She would have. Yes. I agree. While she's smoking her endless cigarettes and like, you know, tramping around a little bit. She had a reputation. Ooh. I'm going to have to watch The Crown. You need to watch The Crown. (laughs) So this is what I don't understand. And forgive me, I'm not trying to like be insensitive or anything. But are these bands that we listen to over here, do they always translate across the pond? Or do they wait a little bit and then they get them later? Okay. Like, I know Beyonce's global, but like, would someone like Depeche, maybe Depeche, because they're European, right? Right. Or are they? I don't know. But here's, here's what I do know. This is a horrible example, but I'm going to tell you, okay? So I studied abroad in college. Right. In England, Okay. Um, you went to, and this was in the late nineties, very late nineties. So, uh, you went to, you went to clubs and there was lots of techno and that stuff every night. Yes. Right. Um, in the town where we lived, we had a bar that they called Chicago rocks in England, in London, okay. or above London, and it was called Chicago Rocks. And you walked in the door, and they had those stand-up cardboard bodies of people, you know, like you can buy. <laughs> yes. And one side was Michael Jordan, and the other side was uh, Michael Jackson. And so, like, <laughs> that's what kind of club you're in. <laughs> okay. Then they played, like, all 80s music. Like that was all we did in America, apparently. Because this whole thing, they were trying to theme it around like Americans. In American right? club, okay. Yeah, Chicago Rocks. So I get the Michael Jordan reference now, but still, what? Yeah. And so they played all these old 80s songs, and it was cool for us because, I mean, then that's that's fun. You right? thought it was I mean, retro. 
Totally. Right. But when you went to their clubs, it was, it was real like techno, upbeat, fast, no words, no singing along type stuff. Um, but that song, do you remember the song? It's, it's horrible. I can't even believe I'm about to say it, but it's like, it goes, I'm blue. Okay. That one. Yeah. That came out while I was over there and was everywhere like annoyingly everywhere it was on the subway it was on billboards like posters of it it was like playing in all the clubs it played in the bars and the pubs everything it was obnoxious okay so I came home around the end of the year that year and when I got back to America about a month later this blue song hits the airwaves. And I'm just like, no, no, I can't hear it anymore. I can't hear it anymore. And everybody's going nuts for it in America. So I wonder if it's reversed, right? Yeah. So I don't know who sang blue, but whatever they were, they did it better in in UK first. Okay. And so now somebody like a Whitney Houston... I think because she got big enough, like stardom wise, yeah, she became big in Europe, but just like Michael Jackson, right? You know, I mean, it was, of course they were big here, but because they got a certain amount of big here, yeah. they went on to become famous over there. Um, Cause everybody goes on those European tours, right? Yeah. I just know there's groups like Little Mix is a pop group in England, but they're not necessarily big cool here. here. They've got some songs that we've heard, but it's not like they're as huge here. Like if you walk down the street and I'd be, we'd be like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's nobody and everybody would know who they are. I think it's all about where you are originated, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like the Spice Girls were big in over there in England before they were big here. Yeah. But I think they got big pretty quickly. It didn't take yeah. long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just wondered. I just wondered for the sake of us putting people places like how new are the Doobie Brothers to UK? True. I don't know. But it sure is fun to think about who was listening to what. Megan, but- shout us out your playlist. Find out everybody's playlist from, for us and then send it to us. Who's that would be list? that would be amazing if we like actually had a playlist submission of what people envision them listening to. Yes. If no. you are listening and you would like to submit a playlist of a royal of what you picture them listening to, shoot it to us in an email at info at themesh.tv or find me online on Instagram or Facebook and tell me what playlist of which royal you you envision most yeah you can send songs for each if you want me to put together a playlist yes this is edward's playlist this is this is um charles harry and william fantastic yes i'm i'm loving this we might be on to something um okay moving on have you heard about this trend about celebrities giving out their cell phone numbers no, but um, can I get one? <laughs> um, yeah, you can. Okay, because first of all, this is another slap on your wrist for not being active on Instagram. Oh my goodness. So I've started seeing it 
on Instagram, there's a few celebrities that I follow. Um, and then there's people that follow certain celebrities and then they'll like share their post, right? So I saw it the first time with Ashton Kutcher. Okay. He was like, hey, everybody, this is my cell phone number. And he like put it up on the screen. He's like, legit my cell phone number. And he like showed somebody else like calling a number and like his phone ringing or whatever. And it's set up for text messaging only. And you can actually text message these celebrities, okay? So Ellen has done it. Um, Sean Johnson and her husband, Andrew East, Uh they do it. Um, Jennifer Lopez, Ian Summerhalder. Um, Who else did I see do it? Um, Oh, um, not super large celebrity, but Ryan Serhant from Million yeah. Dollar Listing. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're all like, this is my number. I think so, I'd want to text him. because I, Right? I <laughs> so here's what happens, okay? And, and the Johnsons, or excuse me, the East family. So it's Sean Johnson and Andrew East, right? Mm-hmm. They actually did a video of it to where it shows this screen that they're looking at on the computer. And it's it looks like a like when you pull up messages on your computer, okay? Mm -hmm. So they're showing it, and they had sent out the number or posted about her number, and she was getting these text messages, and it was just coming through, coming through, coming through, coming through. And she'd sit there, and she's just hitting reply, 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 reply. And every time that she replies to somebody, it adds you to her contact list, okay? Yeah. And then she can send out like mass messages, but you can send her individual ones. And like she responds to them. But she responds to them like with a, hey guys, what's up? No, like she. I'm not sitting there having an hour long text message conversation with John Johnson. I don't know. So it says, uh, getting my hopes up for my friendship with my A-list celebrities. I'm telling you, there's or now's your chance. You don't be A-list. I don't care. Nope. Now's your chance. Okay. Here's what they say. Okay. So it's 2019 and not enough to follow a celebrity on Instagram or Twitter. Now celebrities are giving out their digits. Ashton Kutcher, Jennifer Lopez, Ian Somerhalder, and even the Jonas Brothers have given out their phone numbers to fans this year. It says that um, it's called a community number and they give it to somebody and it actually comes through as a text, as an individual, like from your phone number. So therefore they have your phone number, you have their, and it's a direct line. And it's only, it's not like um, um, the, the way that this is promoted is that it's managed by the person you know, that's promoting it. It's not like their manager sitting there answering or whatever. So it's a direct way for them to get a message from you and they can direct message you back. So let's see. Um, It says that even though celebrities boast that it's a two-way conversation, um, 
this reporter that was talking about it said that they texted Ashton Kutcher asking him why he cheated on Demi Moore and he didn't respond. And everybody's like, well, of course he didn't respond. That's rude. It wasn't because he gave his phone number. That's rude. It's exactly right. It's not like he's avoiding this whole concept of the phone number. He just didn't want to answer that question. Okay. Right. Um, ask him something nice and he'll probably respond. Um, but the community, the company, their website says, imagine texting with artists, celebrities, visionaries, and the leaders you respect and admire the same way that you do with your mom or your best friend. Imagine texting with your fans, supporters, and patrons in the same way with smart, powerful tools to help you engage in direct, meaningful conversation and at scale. So it's building a community, it says. It's a nice sentiment um, for an alternative for celebrity tweets. That's what they're saying. Like this way you can have, you could have a direct conversation if they really choose to engage with you on that. But somebody like I said, I saw this video tutorial of Sean Johnson doing it and she sits there and it might be like a, it might just be like, hi or Hey, or whatever that she responds back. But supposedly it's really her. She just takes a block of time each day or whatever to respond to them. And then she, because you're added then to her phone book and she's added to your phone book, she can send out a mass message, which apparently she did whenever she went into labor. Oh. Yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, you can go do a search online for like celebrities that have released their phone number. Okay. I mean, I haven't done it because I'm a little nervous. I am too. Like, don't do that. <laughs> I get a little... <laughs> And I get a little giddy about it, but look, you know, I can't even talk to them when I'm next to them in the airport at TSA, right? So if I'm rubbing shoulders with them and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to text their phone and be like, hey, I mean, maybe in the airport. Okay. Listen, here's, here's what we need to do. We each need to pick one celebrity that has released their phone number. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I'm so nervous. We each release okay. one, or we each find one celebrity that's released their number, different okay. ones. Okay. And we text them. Uh-huh. And we use it to gauge if it's a genuine conversation or not. And then somehow we have to mention in a text that we discussed them on the Chick Chat podcast. Ooh, oh, gosh. You raised the stakes. <laughs> Okay. I I just want to know what happens. Like, I'm not saying that they have to go listen to it. I just want them to have read the term chick chat on the mesh. Mm-hmm. And I can then be like, oh my God, like it's out there. Ashton Kutcher has read the term chick chat on the mesh before. Like he said it in his head because he's had, he to, had read to read it. it. Yes. Oh, you've raised the stakes. My heart's beating fast. I do. (laughs) Look, we act like they can see us doing this. I know, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to look up who has their numbers released. Okay. And then we're each going to pick one. And you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do it right now. Oh God. We're picking right now. Um, I'm so nervous. Community, celebrity, phone numbers, search. 
Let's see here. It says, forget DMs. You want to slide into their texts. I mean, not like that. Um, I don't want Jake Paul's number. He's put that out there, but that's ridiculous. Hmm. Let me see here. I'm going to look up numbers. We're going to keep on moving. I'm going to keep looking um, and figure out who to contact. Okay. Moving on, speaking about some of my favorite celebrities. Um, Did you know that Matthew McConaughey is now a Mm full-time professor at University of Texas? I heard. Could you imagine? Look, I would drop every class I had just to take that one if if they would let me. Changing majors every day. I'm there. Look. He was a... Um, adjunct basically before, Uh um, came in to teach a class for a semester, did a, you know, cool thing, whatever. But now he's been made like a full-time professor. All right. I pass fail class or does he actually sit there and grade papers? I don't know, but he, he's, let's see, it says he's in the Moody College of Communication at University of Texas. Um, he's joined the faculty of the Department of Radio, Television, Film after serving as a visiting instructor since 2015. Then he became co-teaching the script to screen film production class. And then, um, this fall, he's been made a full-time professor. So starting like this one, you know, this current semester. Huh. I mean... I love it. I do too. I'm sitting here looking at the classes that he offers, and I think it's hilarious. They they study um, Free State of Jones, White Boy Rick, The Beach Bum, uh, The Gentleman, and they have, this is like showing his syllabus, basically. This is movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, I don't even know that he really has to come up with a syllabus other than walk in there and be like, what do you want to know? Y'all want to watch one of my movies and then talk about it? <laughs> you got a couple hours to spare. They're paying me to be here. I'm, You're paying to be here. Let's just do this. I'll, I'll tell you what happened on set. I'll right? tell you what happened and and how it went down. Like you paused the movie like, like y'all, this scene. <laughs> this scene. I had to really get into it. I'm I'm down with it. I I would uh like you said, I would totally sign up hands down. I wonder if Matthew McConaughey's phone number's out there. Ooh. He, it has to be if he's a professor, he has to have office hours. Office hours. You know, I think I would have a problem I've always every every class. Every single class. I can't see. I need to sit up closer next to you if possible. <laughs> can't hear in the back i'm sitting next to people who talk the whole time i need They're a tutor i am <laughs> <laughs> i don't care less what happens in white boy rick i need to know <laughs> every every day at office hours i'm like sleeping outside his office <laughs> professor mcconaughey <laughs> mcconaughey he said in this movie give me more tell me what your inspiration was i'm i'm I mean, it's one of these, like, I'm kind of like, do I need another degree? <laughs> of course, if he's teaching it, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Like my husband I think it's like, cool. Why are you studying movies so much? <laughs> Why are you always like, 
who else uh, would you want as a professor if you had a choice? I Will Smith. He would be hilarious. Will Smith, I agree. What would he teach? Same thing. We just go over his movies. <laughs> or the art of being a rap artist and an actress featuring DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, as like a class guest. Yes. Or even just co-professors. Co-professors. Okay. I don't know if there's such a thing. <laughs> professor in TA. There's a sound, like DJ Jazzy Jeff spins at every class because Will Smith, when he teaches, he just breaks out in a rap sometimes. <laughs> and that's how we learn. Yeah. Um, I think that I would like, I, I, I don't know that I could beat your Will Smith one. And the fact that Matthew McConaughey is already teaching, I would take that. Um, who, since it was sort of the theme of our show, what musician would you, for, you can't say Will Smith. You already said that, (laughs) but, but I look at him as an actor as well. So what musician, maybe somebody off of the rock and roll hall of fame inductee list. The Doobie brothers, Michael McDonald. (laughs) I'm a bee. (laughs) Like I'm running late, but I'm a bee there. (laughs) Don't you leave. <laughs> what about uh, Dave Matthews? I would yeah, take Dave Matthews as a professor. <laughs> take his class. I feel like he would forget what he's teaching me halfway through. No, be like, I think I just don't think we'd be able to understand what he was teaching about. No, so he'd be like, "Hey, but everybody, get out of here." And someone's blowing a horn in the background. Like, can you not? Like, the acoustics in here just bounce off the walls. And I really can't hear what's happening. (laughs) What? Smell that. Like, is this going to be on the test? Because I don't know what this is. Um, And maybe, um, I mean, like, Pat Benatar would be badass. Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't know. We are young. <laughs> be angry every class. I'd love it. I'd love it. It'd be like, it'd be like a in the women's studies department. You know who's which musician? I would just musician. I would class. I would take because it would be incoherent, but so interesting. Snoop Dogg. You know he's doing stuff like that now, like because he's become a bona fide like person now not just like an artist like he hangs out with Martha Stewart he 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 hosts card sharks on television okay I would take his class right I think he could do stuff like that he wears sweater vests and stuff now but I mean I think his class would be interesting I'd like to uh, yeah yeah I see that you know Kanye's real big these days I bet I bet Kanye (laughs) would totally like volunteer to teach everybody's class he would and then but I I don't feel like I would learn anything from him like I would just be like is this class like do we need to know about you and that you're the greatest of all time and like your wife I I don't I don't know really going to law school I I mean that's I don't know if she's going to law school or she's taking law classes I'm confused I don't know if she's actually take if she's in law school or just I can't figure that out yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't figure that out, but whatever. I digress. I one don't want to talk about the Kardashians. Mark my words. What? In four to eight years, one of them will run for president. 
Kanye said he's gonna. Yeah, no one's voting for Kanye. He's crazy. <laughs> no, you really take that back. He's not crazy. He's he is. I can't figure out if he's just one of those type of people who knows what it takes to stay in the news. Relevant. Relevant. But yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree because I've I had the same discussion with my husband the other day who knows Jack about anything celebrities, right? But I was explaining to him about Kanye's new album, which has obviously gotten a lot of buzz, um, you know, in his new platform almost of the religion standpoint. And I was explaining it to my husband and I kind of said, I cannot figure out if he's telling the truth or if he's the world's best marketer. Right. That's where I am. Yeah. And hey, props to you for either one. Right, because right. everything he says is controversial and starts a discussion. And Absolutely. I think that's all he wants is people talking. And and I don't think he's all bad. Like, yeah. like I don't it think he's... It bothers me that he says he doesn't read. That bothers me just on the whole role model thing. If you want to be yeah, a role yeah, yeah. model, you can't be telling my kids you don't read. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think he's a bad person. I think he's just a very... I think he's selfish. That's a good narcissistic is yeah. Yeah. Selfish. Yeah. 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 But that doesn't mean he's bad. It's just, I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's out to hurt anybody in the world. He's very much egocentric. He's very much into himself. Yeah. Not very empathetic to others at this point from what I've seen. Yeah. Like it's all about what he believes. And if you don't believe in what he believes, I feel like he's one of those people like doesn't care and doesn't, Maybe he respects what you say, but he's not, he's not going to go, he's, he's not going to like be like, yeah, you make make a good point. He's going to yeah. be like, nope, you're wrong. I'm right. Yeah. Move on. Maybe one day we'll get back on talking about Kardashians and, and Kanye and stuff, but you know, I just got so burnt out talking about it for like so long. We talked about him so many episodes for so many years. But you know, which Kardashian, he's not really Kardashian. And I could see, I would take his class, Scott Disick. I would oh, be Lord. very entertained in his. The Lord? <laughs> the Lord, yes. Yes, I would totally take his. I feel like I'd feel like I need a shower afterwards. Oh, not new Scott. I like new Scott. I still feel like he's a little slimy. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But, but I like him. He's like my favorite Kardashian-ish. And every now and then Chloe pops in. Totally. Guest. Yes. Well, so our research now involves a playlist for a royal and a phone number that we're going to call or okay. text. All right. Okay. And something positive to say about Kanye on an upcoming episode. I, we said he was a good person. <laughs> like, we're like, this scratch that one. Positive, do I need to be? <laughs> Scratch that off the list. Okay. All right. So let's just stick with the um, we need the royal playlist and we need uh, our report back from our text message encounters with celebrities. <gasps> I'm going to research some numbers and I'm going to text you these numbers. All right. And you get to choose one. Tell me which one you're going to choose so that I can choose another one. Okay. From the list. And then it's on. All you have to do is drop the name Chick Chat on the mesh at some point. The mesh.tv. 
Okay. And that way they have at least seen it. Okay. And report back. So until next time. All right. We have some uh, some holidays coming up. We we'll talk after this, Jeanette, and figure out our next time to record. And um, we wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. It's coming up, of course, to all of our American listeners, to Saudi Arabia listeners. I'm not really sure. Happy next Thursday. Happy next Thursday. (laughs) All right, everybody, you've been listening to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. Thank you so much for your time. And I love getting feedback online. Um, Maybe one of these days I'll pass out my cell phone number. I don't know. Look at that. That would be kind of cool. We need to make it a goal of ours to get certified with the blue check mark. (sighs) Yeah, I totally want to do that. Get a blue check mark. And I love that you know what that means. I mean, I know what it means. (laughs) I'm not on there enough to really make an impact in it. (laughs) I put some quality content on the Chick Chat Instagram. It's funny stuff. I just need you to see it. Okay. I'm going right now. Yeah, you go do that. To everybody else out there. My phone. Yes, yes. First step. To everyone else out there, you guys can listen to the Chick Chat and all of our other shows that The Mesh has to offer over at themesh.tv, a podcast network that is everywhere. We're on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on all kinds of players, your favorite ones. Again, a reminder, if you want to do any sort of advertising or sponsorship for Chick Chat or The Mesh, give us a call, give us a contact, shoot us a line, info at themesh.tv. The reach is wonderful and the uh, support is appreciated. So until next time, I'm Mary Margaret. That's Jeanette. See you later, Jeanette. Bye. See you later, everybody. Catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.